Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is fantastic to be with you today as we begin another day of life in paradise. Yes, and I'm not being tongue-in-cheek when I say that. Believe me, friends, as you if you have been around the world and some of the places I've been, America still, with all of our troubles, this is still the land flowing with milk and honey. It is still the land of freedom. But only if we keep it that way. Folks, this uh, debt limit showdown is... Um, is coming to a head. Now, I need each of you to contact your your congressperson, Republican or Democrat, and urge them to vote no. Now, why would you do that? Well, I'm going to get into that. Also, the tranny thing. Yeah, you know, this insane rush to cram down America's throat. And that's what this is. The acceptance of transgender ideas, not just through House Bill 2002B here in Oregon, but all over the country, folks. It's coming to a head. It's not just the boycotts and the incredible damage they're having on companies like Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light, Target, and others. But it's Major League Baseball, folks. A Dodgers, Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher, said, quote, I am deeply troubled. Actually, actually, my my bad. This is the Washington Nationals pitcher, Trevor Williams, blasting the Dodgers for honoring anti-Catholic drag queens. It's a story in Breitbart. That the Dodgers would invite a radical anti-Catholic drag group, the Sisters of perpetual indulgence they're called to attend its june 16th pride night game folks i mean he blasted this on his twitter account said it's a blatant and deeply offensive mockery of catholicism now i'm not a catholic i am an evangelical but i stand firmly with them here because anyone who calls themselves a christian catholic or evangelical doesn't matter You are being blasted by the left and the news media. So we need to blast them back. He wrote, as a devout Catholic, I'm deeply troubled by the Dodgers decision to re-invite and honor this group. 
the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence as their Pride Night this year. The Dodgers just didn't invite the hate group. They also intend to bestow a Community Hero Award on the group. you got to be kidding me. Now, he said a lot of things, but i got to tell you something here, folks. We need a massive protest of this Dodgers game on June 16th. Massive protest. And it needs to come from each of us on social media and anywhere else. There needs to be a protest outside of Dodger Stadium. In fact, we need to boycott this game. That's what needs to happen here. Now, Clayton Kershaw, one of the Los Angeles Dodgers pitchers, has also repeatedly spoken up about this situation and was one of several voices apparently inside of the Dughouse to support the creation of a Christian night event to counterbalance the Pride Night invite. Catholic groups have criticized, as they should, including the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, the activist group Catholic Vote, Catholic League President Bill Donahue, who is an, a raging liberal, folks, and Catholic Bishop Robert Barron. This is all in the Breitbart story. Now, why am I bringing this up to you? Because, folks, this is your opportunity. And it really is. This is your opportunity to stand up and say no to this madness at a higher level. You can do it on social media. Now, it's not just here. Jim writes me an email. By the way, it's 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. Jim's email is called the Bud Light Amendment. Schools in Nevada are apparently facing fines, he writes. In quotes from a newspaper article, Democrats in the Nevada legislature swiftly pass an amendment to penalize school boards that prevent biological males who identify as transgender from using women's locker rooms and competing on girls' sports teams. I believe that in Vegas, he writes, this is known as doubling down. Laugh out loud. Yes, it is. Now, how do you defeat this? Well, the same way we defeat it in the Oregon legislature, although it's done a little bit differently. Right now, of course, the Senate Republicans in Oregon have walked out. And so far, they've not screwed up and allowed themselves to be caught to where that there's enough of them to have quorum and they can ram these bills through in a one-day session. With the state police there preventing them from leaving. Now, as one person said to me yesterday, one activist said, I believe they're going to ultimately try to handcuff them to their desks. The visual of that would be really bad for the Democrats. No, that ain't going to happen. And it would be really bad for the state police. I don't think they're dumb enough to do that either. Because the pictures of that would be used in every 
campaign ad and the Democrats would lose their rear ends in the next election. I don't care how much ballot box stuffing the union does, I if they do it, <coughs> allegedly. And I don't care how many algorithms are programmed, it ain't going to work. That visual would be incredibly bad for the Democrats. So would be the visual visual of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people protesting this anti-Catholic group at Dodger Stadium on June 16th. So would us protesting at every level we can, you and I, on social media, going around mainstream media, daring Facebook, to take down your post, daring Twitter not to let you express your opinion about these things, daring them. A state employee who shall never be named writes this email. Again, it's 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Do you think boycotts work? There is a Democrat uh, where is this? Uh, see. Oh, here's a New Hampshire school district headline on the Gateway Pundit. Using $4,000 in COVID relief funds to pay for a high school drag show. Now, probably this stuff is happening here, too. But there was another story here. Uh, where was that story? Oh, now, this is the same story. Now, there was another one here about... Oh, here it is. There's an MSNBC guest who claims that conservatives boycotting Target is literally terrorism. Economics professor Justin, Justin Wolfers made the bold assertion on Thursday's MSNBC show. The New York Post reports a week ago, Target enjoyed a stock value of $160 a share. But following the calls to boycott, the Minneapolis-based retailer, that ought to tell you something, over its pride collection, the value plummeted and closed Friday at $1.38 a share. 22% drop in value. It's a $10 billion loss in valuation down to 64 billion for Target. We need to be protesting there. Now here's what this state employee who shall never be named writes about this issue. The headline is, are we learning any lessons from the woke crowd? Bud Light sales fell 24.6% compared to 2022 after their partnership with their transgender influencer. Target loses $9 billion in the week following the boycott over their LGBTQ transgender and I will slash add satanic clothing, kids clothing. This person writes, millions of Americans concerned and offended by the in-your-face and we-know-best marketing of the trans agenda have had enough. The results, they created a massive grassroots economic boycott to shut down these offensive companies. 
How did millions of Americans get so upset with these companies that they moved to reject the trans lunacy? How did that happen? You made it happen. Because it ain't what's being discussed, typically. Uneven shows like I'm watching right now, Fox Business, the only Fox I watch, period. I watch it for one hour, and then I go to Steve Bannon's war room, and I listen to it. How did that happen? You made it happen. That's how it happened. That's the whole purpose of this radio show, is for you to change your world, and you do that one person at a time by having one-on-one conversations, making persuasive conversations. This person continues what lessons are there that these examples for us are there for these examples for us here in oregon to mobilize millions to reject the trans agenda in bills like house bill 2002b by the out of control officials in our schools those are good questions it all comes down to having the right message what moves people to action and communicating it in a compelling way. These boycotts are effective because, number one, the truth about what Bud Light and Target were trying to promote, were doing to promote the trans lifestyle was highlighted so that it became widely known. People woke to the woke agenda. The outrageous trans agenda became the topic of disdain and disgust. Emotional reactions on social media, radio talk shows, and the millions of conversations of everyday average Americans. There's more, and I want to get to it, but I want you to think about this. How do we expand, you and I, our influence over this outrage and more? Coming back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Welcome back, friends. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. Righteous Renovations. It's a great company, local company, man of faith. Eric Azer started this company some years ago. And he is, well, he lives his faith in how he treats you as a customer. I'm actually dealing with him on having him do some some work for me uh, as I am building a new home or attempting to. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, it's quite an adventure. For those of you who've done it, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But at least I'm in Lynn County where it is much simpler process, I'm told. And I believe it based on my interactions with other people in other counties and my own personal reactions or actions with things in Marion County. Anyway, Righteous Renovations uh, is Eric Azer's company. If you're talking about remodeling, one of those really important projects that you tend to do from time to time is remodel your kitchen or your bathrooms. 
those are the things that Eric and his team at Righteous Renovations specialize in. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. It's a very simple one, two, three step process about how you can get an estimate. Watch it happen and enjoy it. Now, go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com, and scroll down and you'll see some great before and after pictures of projects he's done. And even importantly, very satisfied word of mouth endorsements from his clients. And then you just give him a call, 503-341-3816, Zarek Gazer's personal cell phone, 503-341-3816. Or you can shoot him an, air, an email rather at eric at righteousrenovations.com righteousrenovations.com Eric, thanks for sponsoring the show we deeply are appreciative of that I will get back to that email A, I have to get into the vote and why on this debt limit bill and I'm going to tell you some of the things in it folks, it's basically McCarthy caved, do not listen to what you're hearing on Fox News because they're cheerleading for this thing and it's an abomination and I'll tell you why in a moment and I'll get back to this email. By the way, Jim, thanks for the Oregon Firearms Federation put out an alert. Yesterday, there was, or um, today, there was supposed to be a work session on Senate Bill 348. That's Floyd Prozansky's effort to make ballot measure 114, Jim writes, even worse than it is. It's been deleted. It's no longer on the schedule. Interesting, Yeah. It probably has a constitutional problem. They probably don't have the votes for it in the Democrat-controlled Senate Judiciary Committee here in Oregon. Or there's a deal afoot to drop it in exchange for Republicans coming back into the building. What do you think it might be? Hmm. By the way, the Republicans sent out, and the Northwest Observer has a story about Senate Republicans blast the Senate president for not showing good faith bipartisanship. They're still wedded to this stupid narrative about breaking the law and not following the Constitution. They still are unable to bring themselves to highlight the single most important issue, and that's parental rights, and the wedge that even the Oregonian, the fish wrap editorial board says this bill drives between children and their parents. They still can't get it right. I'm sorry, folks. It's just, it's very frustrating to me. You need to hammer on them. Anyway, this state employee continues. How do we do, how do we have the right message that moves people to action? People in your world and communicating in a compelling way. The boycotts are affected because, number one, the truth about Bud Light and Target was 
what they were doing with the tranny lifestyle had to become widely known. People woke to the woke agenda. How true. And then the outrageous trans agenda became the topic of disdain and disgust. Remember the black rapper video that is the most seen YouTube video or was us talking about it with emotional reactions on social media, radio talk shows, and in million conversations, millions of conversations with everyday average Americans, and I'm going to say Oregonians. This disgust, number three, turned to widespread anger and public rejection that have resulted in an ongoing boycott of these brands. In short, listen to this. When people know the truth about a disgusting and destructive issue, and that truth is communicated at an emotional level that causes visceral disgust and anger, people will be motivated and mobilized to reject these persons, that bill, that school board, or that company that is actively seeking to destroy the lives and innocence of their children and rob them of their God-given parental rights. These are the lessons to be learned if we are paying attention. Republican Party of Oregon. By the way, this state employee is a really smart person, has a PhD. Gets it, understands communication. Do you think this person's right? Back in a moment, lots more to talk about. It's 6.30, what do you think about these issues? And I'll get back to the uh, bad debt limit bill. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM dot news. I'll get to uh, why this debt limit bill is bad in a moment. Just want to remind you, it's a little cool right now, but it is supposed to get back in the 90s within a few days. Great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air. Maybe one of your last opportunities before the sustained summer heat hits us. One of your last opportunities to make sure your system, your air conditioning system, is keeping you comfortable at home or at your business. That's why you should call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll get out to your place right away. It's one of the great things they do, one of many great things they do. Give them a call, 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom Heating and Air. Net. Okay. So, what's in this debt limit bill? Why is it bad? Hmm? What's bad about it? 
Well, where to start? <laughs> so, what the House Republicans voted for, including my own congresswoman, freshman congresswoman Lori Chavez de Reamer, what they voted for was a $1.5 trillion increase in the debt limit ceiling. They want oversight. This is what they voted for on how the government regulates you and I. They wanted lower energy costs and efficient regulations passed by the House in what's called H.R. 1. They'd already passed that. It's over in the Senate. It's probably dead. They wanted that as part of this deal. Lower energy costs for you and I in efficient regulations. Common sense work requirements for Medicaid, SNAP, and TANF. And no, they weren't cutting off medically fragile or single moms left destitute or anybody else. They weren't doing that. They were just saying that, hey, you know what? If you're able-bodied, if you're a young man, you're single, you're living in your parents' basement, getting benefits, and you're not even looking for work, you got to go work. They started at 40 hours per month, not per week, but per month and negotiated down to 20 hours per month. That's what was in this bill. Common sense, yeah, I'll say. How about getting rid of the $80 billion for weaponizing the IRS agents? Yeah, you know those 87,000 new IRS agents? Yeah, uh-huh. How about getting rid of that? Removing Biden's unfair student loan bailout that hurts those debt-free Americans like veterans and blue-collar workers and a $131 billion spending cut returning to pre-COVID spending levels and a cap on growth for 10 years. Now, what you need to remember and understand is this. The U.S. government budget in most agencies grew by 40% in the years of COVID alone. 40% folks, 40%. I want you to think about that. And what they're doing in this, the deal McCarthy struck was to take that 40% growth and make it the new baseline. So instead of returning to what they were spending prior to COVID and then small increases, no, what they did is they're going to put what Republicans have agreed to do and any Republican that votes for this, what they have agreed to do is take this massive increase in spending and put it in the baseline of the budget. It's outrageous, folks. And you should be outraged. You should absolutely be outraged at this. So here's what they got. Instead of a $1.5 trillion deal, increase in the debt limit, 
we got a $4 trillion increase for two years that goes past the presidential election. And even the liberal media is trumpeting how this, no offense on the word Trump, is saying this took away a major weapon for Donald Trump to use against Biden. Here's what it does. It keeps fully intact IRA, your IRA subsidies for leftist Green New Deal projects that puts money in the pockets of the rich elites and the Chinese Communist Party. It keeps Biden's student loan bailout, hurting debt-free Americans and benefiting those with a higher education. Some of that's going to get struck down by the Supreme Court, I believe, but we'll see. It gives more power to the executive branch and weaker regulatory reform. Weak work reforms, there's a tiny little bit, and zero security at the southern border, folks. It funds 80% for the IRS to target the working class families. So that $80 billion cut to the IRS to take away those 87,000 new IRS agents, it's a $1.8 billion cut over 10 years. It basically removes a few agents and that's it. It's more deficits, more government spending, and more bureaucracy. Now, so f- you know, the Rules Committee sent it out last night. I listened to some of it. Steve Bannon's been on this hard. There are 31 Republicans, as of this story from last night, who have said they're voting no. And some of these are well-known moderates, rhinos, some of them. Now, okay, what about my congresswoman? Well, she's not on that list and she's not on the lean list. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send her a text message today because I have her cell phone. And I'm gonna talk to her about this. And I'm gonna urge her to vote no and force a renegotiation and a better deal. Now, here's the reality, folks, is is you're not going to get everything you want in these kinds of negotiations. But this, I mean, this is how bad it is. This is what you need to know. It's so bad that the Democrats in the House are literally, and they have emails to prove this, are literally telling their members to cry crocodile tears and then vote for it. Now, AOC says she's coming out against it. Okay, good for you, AOC. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty emails to Jeff at twelve twenty dot am or Jeff at kslm dot news. This is your opportunity, folks, to say no. This is your opportunity to let your congressperson, whoever that is, know that this is wrong. Julie writes a 
email about being a Catholic. How dare these evil people denigrate the good sisters who give their lives to become brides of Christ? These women for generations have nursed the aisle, give comfort to the dying and taught the illiterate. Think Sister Teresa. This group of freaks who mock the Catholic Church and all of Christianity through their mockery of the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. This should be an offense to all Christians. These also remind us of the vulgarity of some of the alphabet people and what our society has become. I love baseball, but have never been a Dodger fan. Go Yankees. Not only should fans boycott this game, the many players who are Catholic and other believers should boycott this game. Any of the management of the Dodgers organization should be on their knees praying for forgiveness. They are breaking the first commandment of worshiping another lesser God. Think Baal. You remember, Baal is the God of child sacrifice, abortion. We'll get to another great email. Your thoughts about all of this. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Back in a moment. 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC call-in talk line. By the way, speaking of them, or you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Speaking of the Power Auto Group, thanks to Power Honda, again, for being one of our great sponsors. Go to their website, mypowerhonda.com, and you'll get to see how you can find some great pre-owned, certified, or brand new Honda vehicles. They can find them all across the country. So give them a call. Or just go check them out. MyPowerHonda.com. That's a website. MyPowerHonda.com. They have a great selection of new and pre-owned certified vehicles in their inventory right now. Okay. So, Anne-Marie says, as a senior lady, force renegotiation on the debt bill. Yes. And that's my essential message that I'm going to send to Lori Chavez Dreamer. Is that thing. Linda said, I called Dreamer's office yesterday and of course no answer. I left a message to have her vote no. Where is MTG? Marjorie Taylor Green, for some reason is a yes vote on this thing. That's the latest. There may be as many as right now, something like maybe 80 Republican congressmen, including some well-known moderates, who are saying no. Kat Kamek, 
Nancy Mace, Michael Waltz, decorated Green Beret from Florida, well-known moderate, is a no. We need to convince Lori Chavez de Reamer, and for that matter, Cliff Bentz, to vote no. Ask for a better deal. Folks, this does not cap, by the way. There's no cap to the debt limit. Did you know that? None. There's no cap on this thing. I want you to think about that. Linda continues her uh, email by saying, what is wrong with these people? Being in Congress and raking in the cash is more important to them than their country? Well, it apparently has been. Lee writes a great email about simple math. Everything that God created has a math equation, even if you don't believe in God. One figure that has been manipulated over the years is the one our great-grandparents taught. Value over ethics is the simple math equation, where one decides the value in relation to the ethics they were taught. Interesting that back then the majority believed and acted on the same set of ethics, but something happened to silence the majority. They looked the other direction and lived the lyrics, live and let live, regardless of the outcome. Now the equation has flipped. It's ethics over value. For the cheap imported item that saves a buck trumps one's ethics. Yeah, how true. The majority are making a difference in the bottom line of Target and Budweiser simply because they have walked away from the simple American values. We must continue to vote, quote unquote, with our dollar by educating ourselves to all the other companies that have little regard for American values. It's that simple, but it takes a little effort and willing to purchase an item that might be a little more expensive and maybe a bit better quality. The equation should always be value over ethics, assuming you understand what ethics means. Well said. Let's go to Gary who's on the line. Gary, go bees. Hey Jeff, go ducks. So uh, Monday I go to the memorial uh, event here in Tualatin, Memorial Day, and uh, Rob Wagner, the state senator, was there, uh, president, I guess, of the Senate, small guy, Uh, uh, pretty small. Uh, Anyway, I thought it was really interesting. He didn't have a whole lot to say. You know, he did the usual uh, thanking the veterans, but he didn't say anything about the bill. Uh, about the abortion bill, zero, uh, to the point where he invited his wife and son to come up to just sort of say hi to the crowd, and then uh, his son, he told about how he is a four-point, he graduated uh, Lake Oswego uh, this year with a 4.0, which, you know, you're thinking, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> thank you, uh, teachers' unions, right? Right, but the interesting thing is, his son is going to UW, and he's going to go into the Marine ROTC, which I don't know if they are still, but that's a pretty conservative group. So he might be even having some dissent inside his family. But this is an issue that we need to hammer them on. No mercy. Anybody who stands for little girls to have abortions just to virtue signal needs to be punished 
thoroughly. Amen. And I, I got a feeling that they are feeling the heat right now, and it's time to double down. I got to say, you know, I find that very interesting that his son is going into Marine Corps ROTC. You know, the UW is a very liberal place also, but I got to tell you this. The Marine Corps is the last of the services that has resisted, and so far they have this woke tranny agenda, the pressure from the Joint Chiefs of Staff from Biden. They've resisted it, and good for them. We'll see. I wonder mm-hmm. if you're right. Maybe there is some dissent inside the Wagner household. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one, that one is so far over the insanity line that there is no defense for it. It, it, it is pure insanity to even bring it up, but they did, and they need to be called on it. They do. Well said. Hey, quickly, uh, when's your next meeting? Unify Oregon? Yeah, that's well, tomorrow night we're having a King City. Uh, Fairley's going to be speaking uh, to the King City Club at 7 o'clock up here uh, at the King City Clubhouse. And uh, she's going to be uh, talking uh, a lot of the stuff that she is talking at yours. Only this time you'll be able to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> our next, um, by the way, our next honky tonk yeah. political coffee clatch will be outside, where we'll have, um, we'll still have yeah. the um, the sound system set up, but it'll be decidedly quieter. That they're having a, a cornhole uh, tournament. Yes. Uh, yeah. You'll be actually yeah. able to hear what the they have on. At least it's not karaoke like it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank exactly. you. Uh, so tomorrow night, okay. Thursday at uh, King City Clubhouse. Uh, and then, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, Art Crino will also be speaking, who is a World War II vet who has an incredible, incredible story uh, that people should come here. Anyway, yes, go, Ducks. Go, Beavs. Doug writes an email, kicking the can down the road. An institution that is nearly $32 trillion in debt shouldn't management retirement funds. 6% interest earnings for banks and insurance companies buying government bonds won't keep pace with 20% devaluation in purchasing power known as hyperinflation. And the system falls apart. People will get five cents on the dollar in the wipeout and will never allow whatever government remains to use flat currency ever again. Only then will government scale back to infinitely small size that it was always meant to be. Buy silver if you can find it. All right, folks, we're back tomorrow. I hope you are, too. Call your congressperson. Urge them to vote no on the debt limit bill today. So